Well, this morning we're going to look at the, uh, the, the last time we'll look at the uh, third commandment for our communion meditation. Third commandment says, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And the question, if you uh, notice in your bulletin, the question is, what is the reason annexed to the third commandment, kind of attached to help us learn something else about this commandment? And the answer was, the reason annexed is that, however the breakers of this commandment may escape punishment from men, yet the Lord our God will not suffer or will not allow them to escape his righteous judgment. As I was thinking about this answer, it seemed to me that uh, it was saying that the Lord looks at the heart. You know, we can't. And uh, over the last three weeks, uh, as we looked at the third commandment, uh, I believe it informs us a lot about our inner attitude, the, the attitude of our heart. And that is so important to the Lord that he made a commandment that we should not take his name in vain, meaning uh, in, in our words, certainly, and also in our actions, and also in our thoughts. He's worthy of our wholehearted devotion and our, and our love. And so regard, regarding our thoughts, or the thoughts of our hearts, in 1 Samuel 16, you all know this verse. The Lord said to Samuel, The Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. God sees our hearts. He knows our thoughts. And we can't see each other's hearts, which is probably good. Uh, you know, we, we can kind of, uh, well, at least we can't see each other's hearts with clarity. I guess we can kind of guess uh, somewhat, you know, by looking at outward uh, proofs or signs. Uh, but really, only God knows when we disrespect <coughs> his name in our hearts. So, <clears throat> we trust, basically, when people tell us, you know, for example, I believe in Jesus Christ. They say that, and if they say this publicly, and they're seeking to honor that vow, uh, we should believe them, and pray for them. And uh, one reason we do make vows, or oaths, is to clarify publicly that we are uh, agreeing. We are believing what we just vowed, and we are saying that we will act in belief. We will, we will do what we just said. And as I was thinking about this uh, this week, I decided to review the, the vows that we make publicly here, and uh, it was very instructive. And I would encourage you to do this every once in a while. I haven't done it for some months, and I was very convicted, um, and I would like to share that a little bit. As we prepare for the table of the Lord, I'd like you to think about the fact that you made a vow publicly before God. This is what you vowed. And uh, just as I review these very briefly, I'd like you to... To think of those. Uh, one thing I'd like to share before I do that is that, you know, we made a vow before the people of God, before God, certainly, and before the people of God, um, and we are called by his name. And I found a verse in Numbers uh, that was also convicting. It said, if a man makes a vow to the Lord or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. And then in Psalm 61, David said, For you, O God, have heard my vows. So God heard our vows also. And then in verse 8 of Psalm 61, he, uh, David said, So I will sing praise to your name forever, that I may daily perform my vows. I think what David did was he vowed that he would daily praise God, uh, praise his name. He said he will praise his name forever, every day. And uh, so he said daily, I, I am committing myself to daily performing my vows. So we need to do the same. Daily honor him by uh, remembering our vows. So, this is what we have vowed to. First of all, that I am a Christian. Uh, basically, by this, you're acknowledging that you are a sinner in the sight of God, that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God, 
and Savior, and you are trusting in the Holy Spirit for guidance and strength. Secondly, we vowed, uh, and it, this is titled, uh, that I, I embrace these truths. There's a, there's a list, but basically that the Bible is the Word of God, without error. I believe in the Trinity. I believe in the deity of Jesus. I believe in the Incarnation. Jesus came in the flesh. And then uh, there are a few more, but uh, you basically affirm the Apostles' Creed. In the third part, it says, uh, I believe in an every member ministry. Basically, that uh, you are involved in the work of ministry. You vowed yourself to be involved in the work of ministry, to have a covenantal relationship with each other. That's why we have a big list of loving one another verses in the, in the booklet. You uh, vowed to, you, to identify and use your gifts. You vowed to tithe. You vowed to pray and encourage your brothers and sisters in the Lord. And then the last section is entitled, uh, That I Will Value My Church Leaders. Uh, basically, you, you said that you would submit to uh, the government and the discipline of the church. And this is the last sentence. It says, I enter this covenant freely, trusting God to help me fulfill my part by his grace. That's the only way we can fulfill those vows, certainly. I would like to pray and ask God that uh, we would, he would help us to fulfill our vows. Let's pray. Father, we, we want to honor you with our words and with our actions and our thoughts and what's in our hearts. Lord, thank you for your faithful work in making us more like the Lord Jesus and for your grace in helping us to keep our vows and honor your holy name. Lord, we come to this table now recognizing your faithfulness to your covenant promises with us. And we thank you for your grace lavished on us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray in his name. Amen.